This is the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. The United Shore Professional Baseball League games at Jimmy John's Field are the fun family entertainment experience that you just can't afford to miss. It's Thirsty Thursdays, Firework Fridays, Live Music Saturdays, and Sunday Fun Day for the kids. And don't forget, kids get to run the bases after every game. And parking is always free. Jimmy John's Field in downtown Utica is your summer destination. Get your tickets today at USPBL.com. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the third edition of the USPBL podcast. I am the doc, John Macaroon. Joining me, Vito Churko. Looking forward to another great podcast. Man, last week the reaction to Von Joshua was really solid. A lot of people liked the stories in regards to old-time baseball. You know, whenever you get a chance to recap stories from the World Series, experiences from a time back in the 70s when baseball was a little bit different, the story uh, regarding Tommy John was really awesome. A well-received podcast, and that's why I enjoy doing it. The in-depth conversations that we have, a lot of people liked it, a lot of people liked the podcast and retweeted it, and that's what I like doing is getting in-depth knowledge and getting to know a little bit more about those coaches and players at the USPBL. For all information regarding the happenings, the great promotions, the things that are going on, the standings in the league, go check out USPBL.com. A great promotion this week, Vito. What's happening over there at Jimmy John's Field in Utica? Well, Wednesday night is two-for-one Wednesdays, as it always is. And then, so you think you can sink. How about that kind of a competition going on Wednesday night at Jimmy John's Field in downtown Utica? Can John Macaroon sing? Heck no. No, not going to happen. Thursday night, now you have the Andy Appleby bobblehead giveaway to the first 1,000 people entering Jimmy John's Field. Andy Appleby is the CEO and owner of the United Shore Professional Baseball League and our featured guest on this episode, episode number three of the USPBL podcast. Also, it is Thirsty Thursday. Can't forget about that. The Saugatuck Brewing Tap Takeover. Friday is Pink Out the Ballpark. And Friday, Fireworks Spectacular. Saturday is 70s Night, John. When were you born? You're not not that old, right? Technically, I was born in 1979. So at the tail end, but uh, I'm not into 100% the 70s type stuff. But... You know, it's always a fun night. Disco, wearing the nice gear and the outfits. I would love to see you with your shirt unbuttoned and everything and your chest show. I'd love to see that. Some chest hair there from you, John. (laughs) But it is 70s night featuring Boogie Dynamite. How about that? We should go. That should be fun. We should go. I'm not from the 70s, but I could act like I'm from the 70s. And I like that 70s show. I've been watching a lot of reruns. They're binge-watching it recently on Netflix. So catching up on my 70s trivia and facts and all that kind of stuff. And then Sunday, there is a game Sunday, always is, at Jimmy John's Field, and it is Princesses and Pirates. So you got stuff for the girls and the boys there on Sunday, and it's always Kids Day on Sunday as well at Jimmy John's Field in downtown Utica. Again, for all information, for tickets, for promotional events and things like that, to understand everything going on with the league over there in Utica, visit USPBL.com. And, obviously, the podcast has brought Pat Adams some more good luck. Obviously, when we interviewed him, we got to know him a little bit. Now the two-time, two-time USPBL Player of the Week. He put on a solid performance last week, Vito. He really did. He actually hit 667, was 9 for 12, including a league best, 700 OBP as an on-base percentage. He posted a home run, four walks, and three runs scored. And I like the guy. 
because he went to Warren DLSL too, okay? Once again, he's a fellow pilot alum. So you can't diss a guy or talk negatively about a fellow pilot alum. And he's getting it done, big time. You know, once again, the 2019 USPBL All-Star Game MVP too. So, I mean, he's done it all this season, hitting the baseball, John, and I don't think you or I could come anywhere close to hitting in the manner that he has thus far this season. No doubt. And to check the 2019 standings, the Beavers still atop the USPBL at 17 wins and 14 losses. The Woolly Mammoths, 18 wins and 16 losses. The Unicorns, still even, still at 500, 17 wins, 17 losses. And the Diamond Hoppers, um, they're in last place currently at 14 wins and 19 losses. Um, interesting note, though, the Woolly Mammoths, they have a run differential of plus 34. So they've scored 200 runs, but only have given up 166. So they're scoring a ton of runs over there, the Woolly Mammoths. Currently on a two-game win streak, the Woolly Mammoths scoring runs and over there at Jimmy John's Field. A lot of great action, a lot of good stuff going on. And like we've said, part of the reason the league has been successful is putting players in the major leagues. And it's a great tale, it's a great story about what the purpose of the league is. And hopefully when we get a chance to talk to Andy Appleby later in this podcast, he's going to tell us about the state of the USPBL, what's been going on with Jimmy John's Field, and the talk of expansion and how that's been going on. What are you looking forward to in terms of our conversation? Well, let's see if he can boogie. No, but <laughs> uh, it's just it's the theme of the podcast now. Can you boogie, right? You and I, 70s night, Saturday night. But with Andy Appleby, we have to talk about expansion. And the USPBL, it sounds like, from a lot of reports, having room for growth moving forward. Also touching upon the league in its fourth season now, John, and how it's developed since year number one and what this season has been like thus far and Hopes and plans for the United Shore Professional Baseball League the rest of the way this season as well. Also, because I'm a bobblehead guy, I want to know what goes into making one. Like, does he got to go out there and pose? How do you get your own bobblehead created? I think that's really cool. Uh, The Andy Appleby bobblehead is available. Again, this Thursday, the first 1,000 fans will receive an Andy Appleby bobblehead. So go out there and enjoy a great baseball game and uh, definitely take home a souvenir and things like that. So are you a guy, Vito? That's into promotions and things like that. Is there a prize promotion that uh, either the Tigers or at the USPBL that you really enjoyed? Well, you know what? I would love to have a bobblehead done in my likeness now. I mean, oh, there's talk about a bobblehead for Andy Appleby, which how does that come to be? Like you were saying, what's the process for getting a bobblehead in your likeness, such as the Andy Appleby one being given out to the first 1,000 fans at Jimmy John's Field on Thursday night? But I have collected memorabilia you know, authentic sports gear and memorabilia throughout the years, and bobbleheads. I think I have an Al Kaline one in my basement, maybe even a Bobby Higginson. But the United Shore Professional Baseball League, in terms of its promotions, it's top of the line. You know, there's nothing really better out there in Utica, throughout the state of Michigan, that has better promotions night in, night out at their respective ballpark. Before we talk to Andy Appleby, I do want to get a chance to highlight a player that has been highlighted and featured in the USPBL. His name is Ross Haffrey. At this point in time, a slugger, a guy that's performing really well. The Birmingham, Michigan native was offered a professional contract with the River City Rascals in Missouri. He played the 2018 season and started with the Rascals in 2019, but was released. And so when Chris Newell found out that he was available, he reached out. Chris Newell, a guy with an eye for talent. And so he recognized that Ross Haffrey has the ability to perform and has the ability, you know, being that he's 6'5", 240 pounds. Bigger than you and I by a little bit, right? (laughs) No doubt. And so now he's part of the USPBL, and he participated in the Home Run Derby and is doing great things, and he was highlighted this week 
You can read all about Ross at USPBL.com, and he noted, My experience in the USPBL has been over and beyond my expectations. The league puts on such a good show every night, and the community always comes out to support. I love seeing people I grew up with coming out to support and enjoy the ballpark. The Beavers currently are fighting for their third straight title, trying to become the first independent team to ever win three straight titles. Ross is a big reason why the Beavers are 13-7 and over their last 20 games and are looking for continued success. And a guy like that contributing, hopefully we get him on the podcast soon. Boogie on down, Chris Newell. Doing some big things there, as usual, with the Birmingham Bloomfield Beavers. And so is Ross, as you said. A great story for him right now. All right, let's dial up Andy Appleby and discuss all things happenings with the USPBL right now. And it is USPBL owner and CEO Andy Appleby joining us on the third episode of the USPBL podcast. Andy, how are you doing? Well, I couldn't be doing better. Well, very good to hear and glad to have you on once again. Now, what are your thoughts on how the fourth season of the USPBL has gone so far? Well, it's uh, gone quite spectacularly well. Um, We um, continue to uh, keep our sellout streak going. We should have uh, as many or more games sold out this year. Uh, We have had tremendous baseball for all the fans out there that have been to the games. I'm sure you've seen uh, an upgrade in the baseball. And I think that's also uh, a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy for us in the sense that, um, you know, the more kids get signed by major league organizations, the more attractive a destination our league becomes. And uh, so uh, if you're a, a young player that just graduated from college and you did not get drafted for whatever reason, uh, you know, you really have to look and see that, you know, 33 players have been signed by uh, major league organizations out of our league. And uh, so that's a, uh, that's quite a record. Uh, if you were talking to me three years ago, I might've said, Hey, if we could get one or two players signed, um, you know, I'd be probably happy. Uh, so it's uh, a real testament to our baseball side of the operation that we, uh, We've had so many of our players signed, and uh, we're uh, not counting our chickens yet, but we do have, uh, you know, we believe we're getting closer to our first uh, major league player, um, uh, Randy Dobnak of the Twins, uh, is having an exceptional year, um, and I think he's 11-2 and two now uh, in the minor leagues with the Twins, so he um, he could very well be our our first uh, player that uh, sees major league action. 33 signed players with MLB organizations already. That is incredible, as you noted already yourself, Andy. Now, what's on the horizon for the rest of the way this season at Jimmy John's Field in downtown Utica? Yeah, so we, um, uh, this is traditionally for, I guess, all minor league baseball, but Certainly for us, we've seen it. Uh, you know, this is traditional summer fun. You know, school, of course, hasn't started yet. Plus, um, uh, you know, all the Little League and camps are over. And so, uh, you know, this is really uh, where we uh, thrive um, this this part of the year. So we're expecting, you know, very, very large crowds. Uh, we have 27 games left. Uh, so we actually backloaded our schedule a little bit to this time this year. 
So we have uh, quite a few games, uh, lots of fun promotions coming up, a lot of our typical uh, traditional value uh, propositions like fireworks every Friday, uh, you know, a live band most, most Saturdays. And, um, uh, and, and, you know, we uh, just continue, as I mentioned earlier, to play great baseball. And, and the more games go on, the closer these teams get in terms of, um, you know, they become closer knit. Uh, and, um, and, you know, there's a real scramble to try to win the pennant. The pennant is such a gigantic advantage in our league because you can uh, – uh, you basically uh, assure yourself of being in the final uh, final game. So, uh, and it's probably the tightest race we've ever had. The Beavers have a one one and a half game lead, maybe over the Mammoth, uh, and then uh, Unicorns are maybe two games out. Uh, Diamond Hoppers have slipped a little bit lately. Uh, they lost some pitchers uh, to Major League Baseball organizations, unfortunately. Uh, but they uh, they have a, a still have a very very good team. So um, so again more of the same um, in terms of that. And you know of course we're hoping for for great weather. How far has the United Shore Professional Baseball League come since day one of the league in 2016? Well, you know again I think it's exceeded anyone's expectations. Certainly mine. Um, that ballpark itself, if you came to the very first game on May 30th, 2016, you would have been, I think, blown away with the quality and, uh, and, and experience of the game that we provide. But I have to say, and this is not an exaggeration, that virtually every single day since then, uh, we've improved the ballpark and the experience. So when somebody comes for the first time now, I mean, it is... Uh, such an exceptional experience. And as, as everyone knows, we haven't just gotten hundreds of testimonials. Uh, we continue to get literally thousands and thousands of testimonials. And I think the reason for that is that we get four or five times, I think we give four or five times the value that people pay. And in an era of $4 coffees, you know, when, do, when does anyone ever feel that way? So, um, you know, we have a, a really good thing going. And um, the other thing, the big news for us is that we're um, looking to expand. And that's not news in the sense that we always knew we would expand. But now we, we feel like uh, we're uh, quite imminent in terms of announcing our next ballpark. And I can say that not in the sense that we have anything concrete, but we're working with so many different uh, communities that I, I really think it's bound to happen. Talking about expansion, what is your estimation of how soon that could be? Oh, it could be as early as a couple of weeks, but, uh, you know, just to be safe, probably within the next month, we should have an announcement. Um, and it'll be really an exciting announcement. Um, and uh, it'll show the growth of our league. And we think uh, we'll probably have a little bit of an uptick in our sales uh, even in Utica, because, you know, people will see that, uh, you know, we are going to be more than just a four-team league. Speaking to Andy Appleby, he created the USPBL in 2015. Now, in 2018, you were the recipient and you were awarded the Wayne State University Mike Illich School of Business Michigan Executive of the Year Award. What did that award mean to you? 
Well, it was uh, a real testament, I think, to the staff that we've created. Uh, you know, I, I don't uh, take all the credit for something like that. Um, it was a real nice honor and uh, nice recognition, um, you know, based on, you know, really creating something from scratch and, and you know, in an environment and in an era where, um, you know, people, it's harder and harder to get people to do things. Um, because they're so busy. <laughs> so that's almost a Yogi Berra comment. Um, uh, they're so busy, but it's hard to get them to do things. Um, and I think, you know, people are so scheduled these days that, um, you know, you have to make sure that you're on their schedule. So even in a, in a situation like ours where, you know, we've had four years of people leaving that have had not just a good time or a great time, but like the greatest time, uh, you know, it's still uh, something that we work very, very hard to create these sellout situations. So when people walk in, um, you know, they uh, they feel like, wow, this is super popular. And, uh, oh, now I can see why it's super popular because of the experience. So it all, you know, everything kind of works together, but it takes a tremendous amount of effort and energy and work. Uh, to to make everything work the way it does, and um, you know especially when you're in the midst of a, a run like now where we play five games a week for six weeks, um, you know that's a schedule that uh, you know even other major league teams you know would never have a schedule quite like that. There'd be you know more road games and such in between, but uh, at the same time it's fun for us. And, you know, we love the fact that there's three to 4,000 people a night, you know, not just with a smile on their face, but again, having a tremendous time. Andy, that new ballpark that you brought up, where would that be located? Well, I can't say at this moment, just because it's a big announcement and uh, we're under some pretty strong um, NDAs right now, uh, but uh, we should be able to announce it. Uh, if all goes well, and again, the the agreement itself has not been agreed upon, uh, but we feel like it's, you know, 80 to 90 percent there. So besides for expansion, which is looming, it sounds like, according to you, Andy, what are the other long-term plans for the league, like the three- to five-year plan for the United Shore Professional Baseball League? Well, I think it is to expand and to have you know, three or four other ballparks, and then we'd be more of a traditional league where it'd be travel, um, you know, a lot of bus travel. Um, we would think that most every uh, ballpark would have two home teams uh, to play. Um, and uh, so, you know, we we feel like our model could could and will really work well in, you know, lots of communities in America. So, uh, you know, it's uh, to continue to work, but also to, uh, uh, you know, reach out to those communities that uh, we feel would be a great fit for. Overall-wise, how does the USPBL stand out from the rest of these independent baseball leagues throughout the country? Well, we're far ahead of most of them in almost every way. We have, uh, from a marketing uh, in sales perspective, we have 400 premium partners. And I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I bet the best minor league team ever probably had 200, uh, you know, so 
you know, we're, we're double what, uh, you know, maybe the best of the best are. And, but again, you know, there's a unique set of circumstances here where, you know, I'm the owner of this and have, you know, such a, um, uh, a great amount of experience selling, you know, partnerships and suites and things of that nature and diamond tables. And, um, so it's a real advantage being the owner, you know, now it's in my highest and best use of time to, to do these sponsor presentations and yet, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but, you know, no minor league team, uh, times several times could afford someone like myself, uh, to do their presentations for them. So consequently, um, I think it lends itself to a little more sophistication and certainly it's been a big advantage for me having lived in this community for 32 years and having, you know, such great relationships that, you know, a lot of those people, um, uh, at, at large companies that were, uh, signed up with us right away, they just knew that because of it was me that, uh, whatever the case, it was going to be a first-class uh, entity, a first-class league, a first-class ballpark. But as I said at the outset, even I, I don't think, could imagine um, how great this ballpark is. I mean, it is just uh, an absolutely spectacular place, and um, it's just fun to host people there every night. And Andy, you're a first-class man, and I, I guess because of that, I heard there's an Andy Appleby bobblehead giveaway taking place at Jimmy John's Field on Thursday. Now, what's the process like for getting a bobblehead made in your likeness? Because my co-host John and I would love to have that happen at some point, because of some reason. <laughs> well, I don't know. My kids don't think it was necessarily the perfect likeness, but uh, <laughs> but um, you know they've been kind of after me for the last couple of years to. Uh, to do one. And I, I sort of succumbed to it this year, uh, under the thought process that maybe we'd sell a few more tickets because of it. So, uh, so it'll be interesting, but, uh, kind of fun too, and lighthearted. Well, absolutely. And it's been great talking to you on this week's episode of the USPBL podcast. Andy, have a great day and talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. John, Andy Appleby, man, some big groundbreaking news, not exactly groundbreaking for everybody because there has been talk about expansion for the league for a while now and a new ballpark, which he couldn't give me a reveal where it would be located at, but he said this new ballpark and, and multiple new ballparks in the future could house multiple teams. It sounds like two teams, John, per ballpark for the United Shore Professional Baseball League moving forward. I really enjoy talking to executives, those that are in the know. So obviously the goal of you know, the USPBL is to put on quality baseball and also make it fan-friendly. And that's why I think you and I have gravitated toward it. You know, you and I being Eastsiders, we can go out there. Jimmy John's Field is right here in Utica. So close, convenient, beautiful ballpark. Free parking. Remember, that's so key. Right. Is that you, there's no real add-on cost. You can go there, park for free, pay for an affordable ticket. And really, he said, three to 4,000 people every night enjoying baseball and at the same time, you know, when you're trying to expand, you know, potentially two new teams in an arena, 
You know, you then have an opportunity for more competition, more players, more people from around the Midwest can come and try and, and live their dream. And it's really nice to see that, you know what, when you look at a project that takes place, you have these visions and goals. And obviously, I think a big marker will be when that first player takes the field on a major league baseball diamond that actually had played in the USPBL. And so if you're, you know, on the fence about going out there to Jimmy John's field, check it out. Trust me, I wouldn't say it was a nice ballpark if I hadn't been out there multiple times. And you have, you and I both. Once again, we've been to the All-Star game. We've been to the championship game. You've been to you know a multitude of games. I mean, you love going. I love going. It's beautiful. And for the family as well, for the your friends, your kids, especially your kids, if you have young kids, there's something for them and something truly for everybody too. So potentially speaking, we heard it here. Expansion. It's about to happen. It's about to happen. That's huge, man. They for Jimmy a, John's Field, hopefully, USPBL there in downtown a, Utica. They got to you know, dot the I's and cross the T's. Right? Nothing happens quick, but it's potentially speaking, then you're looking at maybe three or four years, potentially down the road, a new ballpark taking place. Or maybe a couple years, I think it took for Jimmy John's to get uh, created. And, and that process was interesting, too, in that I would drive by, and that's when I kind of really started the practice here, in that uh, I would drive by M59 and uh, seeing the construction taking place and everything, and you're like, wow, it was, a, it was a spot, and then all of a sudden there's a ballpark. Well, what did you think it would be at first? Nobody knew, right? Or we weren't on the inside yeah, right. on the know to know what was going to be built there. But it's become beautiful. Once again, where it's located, it's extremely convenient for a lot of people. And the Detroit Tigers, a major league club in town, aren't that good. So go to United Short Professional Baseball League there, housed in downtown Utica, and uh, Randy Dobnak. Dobnak from the Minnesota Twins. Remember, we brought him up before, a guy that's inked you know, a contract in the past with the Major League Baseball organization. And the Twins farm system, Andy Appleby, the owner and CEO of the league, who we just had on, mentioned him as a guy that could reach the bigs and sooner than later, which would make him the first ever guy to reach the majors, actually, in MLB. And that would be huge for the United Shore Professional Baseball League, obviously. The Twins making news, too, making some trades, adding some talent as well at the pitcher position. So potentially adding uh, someone like that could really help keep them in contention in the AL Central. They need pitchers. They added Sergio Romo, right? That's the guy that you're mentioning. Really quick, a bobblehead. John, you and I, and you know what I want to get now? Boogie on down in that theme. I want to get one of me and my likeness with my shirt unbuttoned a little bit, a little like disco shirt, and it's a Vito Churko bobblehead. Look that kind it. of look. Look at hey, it. Can you get that down for me? A little boogie fever theme to it? Maybe one day, Vito, if, if we want to expand, we'll have a Vito Churko bobblehead night at the USPBL. Or just bobblehead night here in uh, the studios. <laughs> Come check nice. us out. Come we'll, check us out. We'll Don't be away. too weird with us, too. <laughs> Anyways, but it's been fun on this week's episode of the USPBL podcast. Games once again from Wednesday to Sunday at Jimmy John's Field in downtown Utica. Great weather, great baseball, great ballpark. All you can ask for. Again, for all information regarding USPBL, go to their website, USPBL.com. And for more additional information, check out the USPBL podcast. Airs every single Wednesday on the Detroit Sports Podcast Network, hosted by John Macaroon and Vito Churko. I'm Vito Churko. Pat Adams, shout out to you, baby. I love it. You were Player of the Week. Huge props to you. He was the first ever guest, once again, on this very USPBL podcast. Also, really quick, follow the United Short Professional Baseball League on Twitter, at USPBL. What's easier than that to follow on Twitter? Right? Easy enough, John. See everybody next week. Adios. The United Shore Professional Baseball League games at Jimmy John's Field are the fun family entertainment experience that you just can't afford to miss. It's Thirsty Thursdays, Firework Fridays, Live Music Saturdays, and Sunday Fun Day for the kids. And don't forget, kids get to run the bases after every game. And parking is always free. Jimmy John's Field in downtown Utica is your summer destination.
your tickets today at USPBL.com.